I always use the the mantra, uh, money flows to me frequently in abundance from expected and unexpected ways. And I say that mantra over and over every day. I say it basically after the Calm app and I say it in the shower. This is Stay Paid, the marketing podcast that gives listeners a competitive edge to stay motivated, find inspiration, and discover proven real-world tactics from some of the best marketers across the nation. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri. And before we bring in our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcast or on Spotify if you're not already subscribed. And while you're there, drop us a review. We'll read it here on the show. This week's featured review is short and sweet. This comes from DWL. All right. With um, five exclamation points behind their name. So thank you, DWL. They say, great podcast, five stars. This is a great podcast. Very entertaining and motivating. Thanks, guys. Oh, that was nice. I like the... <laughs> When the, you know, when the title of the review matches the content of the review, I think it works well. All right. Our guest today is Tamara Thompson is both the founder and CEO of a content marketing agency. Tamara is teaching businesses to tap into the secret ingredients that make content go from stale and boring to highly clickable, relatable, and profitable. Having reached many milestones in her own work, including driving 1.2 million video views and over $170,000 in sale in just five days, Tamara specializes in creating repurposable multimedia content and navigating new social media platforms. Tamara, welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I love your take action sign there in the back, those that are yeah. watching on video. Yes, <laughs> we, we love it as well. Yep, it's, yeah, we better love it. That, that sign like was a motto. process. That, that's like my motto, take yeah. action. I was didn't like, we, take action now, go. <laughs> didn't we find it on like Pinterest or Etsy or something? Somebody made yeah, it for Yeah, we us. did, and it took six months to yeah. get here. It's like, but it is beautiful. It's like that they did a good job. They did yeah, I mean, job. the first one didn't work, but it works now. So, yeah. you know, they did a good job. So shout out to all you Etsy artists and Pinterest artists, people do use you. Excited to talk about content today, though, because you're a master at creating content, but, you know, micro content, especially. Um, and I'd love to start just asking you, you know, you've created some viral videos. Josh mentioned in the intro. I mean, you did in five days, you created a video that drove like $170,000 in sales or so. Can you walk me through... Like when you think about creating a viral video or micro content video, kind of where you start there and how to do it in a way that actually will get people to engage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that particular story or case study that I shared with you, that one actually pertains to one of our clients. So we told him to create this specific video for TikTok and he has some influence already on some other channels, but we said, well, you know, he only had like 200 subscribers on um, TikTok. He's like, should I be over there? I'm like, well, of course. Yes, you need to wow. be over there. Um, and so we said, well, let's see what what's taking off in your specific industry on your channels, on your podcasts and things like that. And let's see what's going on on TikTok. Because what we're seeing on specifically for that video that took off was that during that time period, that 60 days, um, around that time of that five days, it literally was, there were how-to videos at that point. So it's about really paying attention to what's going on in that day, that week, that month, what's trending, you know, what's, what's, what's hyped up. And we had some, uh, you know, tricks and tips that we used that don't always work necessarily right now because it worked back then, you know? Mm -hmm. And so at that point, um, what was going on is, was the how-to videos. And he specifically has a niche in the hospitality industry. And that particular video was about how to, you know, get better rates on hotels, things like that, things that people are actually searching for. And so we did the market research and things, of course, people are searching for that on YouTube and Google, 
but we actually did the the search. So when you're on your cell phone, on your on your TikTok app, that little circle at the top, you know, that's your search bar, right? You can actually start typing in phrases or words. And if you start saying like how to get best hotel, like you start just writing out the words, it will actually populate a whole list of keywords yep. that people are actually searching for. And so it kind of prompts you to actually say like, well, I should probably create something around this because these are the topics people are actually creating in that specific industry. And so he did that. He did just that basically. And the video took off. So we had one video that took off and it had like 1.3 million views. Then we said, Hey, create one that's very similar, a how to video. That one took off within the week. That one had like 586,000 views, things like that. And he was like, well, how do I make money off of here? <laughs> well, what happened for his experience, because he's an influencer, he ended up getting brand deals and speaking opportunities that literally had marketing directors from big hotel chains and other things like that um, come and approach him. So he put it out there and he put a message out, you know, on the link, you know, what's the call to action book me as a speaker, book me for your, they, wow. literally his link just started going because not just were there fans watching, there were marketing directors and people that actually had the budgets for that particular client to take off. So he had ended up generating literally like 170,000 in like five days based on that strategy when he was like, Hey, in speaking you know, fees or action. influencer fees. Wow. That is incredible. Well, well, he, Did he's he... pretty known. I'm not going to name drop, drop right now, but when you have like, you know, a larger following, but the thing was, is he didn't on TikTok yet. And it still and took Yeah, off. that was my question. So he had a large yeah. following on another, on the he other platform. didn't okay. have it. So that video that took off, we just watched it. We were like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, over the days we're like, boom, boom, boom. Now he has over 40,000 followers, but that 40,000 first hit um, in 60 days after that first viral hit, but he had like, like 20,000 plus followers the first like five days. What else are you looking at? Like, do, are there any tools you're using or are you just literally living on the platform and recognizing what's happening? Cause you said the trends change all the time. How, Correct. how are you spotting those trends and then making them tangible to actually, you know, for your clients? Of course. Great, great question. So, so yeah, we do use specific tools. Um, we kind of start in the sense of looking at Google first. So we, I'm sure you guys know keywords everywhere where it's a great uh, tool to use for specifically for Google, but you can also implement that um, when you put keywords everywhere on your computer, specifically in a Chrome extension, mm. um, you can add that in there. And then when you actually pay to upgrade for credits um, on there, make sure you turn the Chrome extension off though, because anything you search after that will just be charging your credits. So we informed our producers of that. We're like, everything else you're searching <laughs> online, turn on that, that little thing when you're working um, because it just eats up the credits. But when you get a bunch of credits, you can see what people are actually searching for but you also can see who's spending what ad spend on that topic okay. so then you kind of see like huh well people are actually spending money on this and then you can kind of get a sense if you do run ads uh, we do everything organically with our clients and myself we i built multiple seven-figure business all organically basis and a lot of wow. our clients have as well uh, we have a, a fitness um, fitness coach now that does midlife conversations. She's got 270,000 followers on YouTube now, and her podcast gets like 10,000 downloads um, an episode. What was the time uh, frame for like a client like that to get there? Yeah, so it, it really like, it takes some time to to build that. So an example, it's all different based on your niche though. Sure, yeah. 
So like an example, we had a client, Melissa, Melissa B. She took off. She literally had no following, but she had a very specific niche. And what was unique about that, um, I, so I asked her a question. She said, do you think you could help me grow? And this was back in 2019 and she's still a client today. And um, she, I was like, well, tell me what's your niche. She was like, well, I study um, ageism and Alzheimer's and dementia. It's a very specific, wow, right? Yeah. Like very specific content. So when she started with us, you can imagine, she was like, well, I've had like five subscribers and they're like my mom and my son. And you know. Hey, that sounds so, like our podcast when it started. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so um, I was like, you know what? Tell me how many competitors do you feel like you have out there? She was like, that's doing what you want to do. And she said one, like one, like very evident lady in this space that's mm. out there doing workshops, launched a book that's doing these um, hand feeding classes, you know, d- things that just weren't on YouTube, right? Like at the time. And, and she was right. And I was like, okay, so this gal that she was competing with, I was like, well, this is great in her scenario. It's not like that for everybody because there's very competitive fields. Right. But for her specifically, she, uh, she started, she did our, our consistency. We started, she started taking off in some views here and there, kind of building slowly, but surely, um, you know, but by the fifth, fifth month, she had a viral that was like 10 warning signs of Alzheimer's disease. And it just went, and we're like, awesome. We're like, create another one. So she did another one, 10 signs of, of this, a little bit, little bit different title, but very similar. That one took off. So that one, the first video has 2.8 million views. She now has um, 25,000 subscribers on there. She gets thousands of downloads to the audio podcast. Uh, But the cool thing that we've allowed to teach her, she launched her book. She started doing workshops like her competitor. She started getting asking for speaking gigs, everything that she wanted. And then now everything is covered. All of our services have been covered basically the last year and a half because we taught her how to build partnerships. She now gets grants from universities, sponsorships, and things like that. And she's also generated about 15000 in uh, YouTube partnership back to her business Wow! from virality. It's not like the same case for everybody, but when you really have that specific niche and you see what your audience wants, if it's on YouTube or TikTok, create another video that's very similar to the one that took off and then create playlists on both. Cause you can create playlists obviously on YouTube, but you can also create playlists on TikTok. And I think a lot of people still don't realize that. I did not realize that. I didn't realize you don't. Yeah. Create playlists. Right. Sorry. I didn't do that. I've seen, I have seen playlists. Yeah. Yeah. But we got, we got to do that. That's interesting because we had a similar experience with our TikTok. We got lucky. We did a video that was more of a motivational type video. It went viral. A couple million views, I believe, at this point. We gained a ton of followers from that. Like, we had no followers and gained a ton. And the golden nugget that you're saying, we have found to be true. It's like when you replicate that same video just a little bit differently... It Like one of the ones that we have a good success with is I tend to have quotes um, that I that impact me. And I'll literally say here, I'll be like, hey, this quote really impacted me that I heard the other day. And then I'll read and I'll say the quote and then I'll give you my take on it. And when we put out videos like that, we get a ton of views a lot of times on these, especially on some quotes that really resonate with people. But when we have shifted gears and tried to do other content, it hasn't done nearly as well, but when we stick to that same kind of category and replicate, it doesn't mean you can't keep trying other pieces, but it is such a golden nugget to know, hey, once you get a, a good video that gets views, 
double down on that video and do it again and again. So you can create playlists on TikTok. I'm curious, yep. like your thoughts, because I've struggled with well, you, this. And you also want them to be um, all labeled the same too. So I think people miss out on that opportunity. So it's the same thing with like tagging and titles and SEO for YouTube that is on TikTok, right? So let's say, so an example. So one of our clients, uh, we knew on uh, YouTube on the back end. So five of the top searches, it's uh, buying a business, how to buy a business, right? And so when we took over his channels, we saw um, that that was going um, off, uh, taking off on his his YouTube, right? So in six months, we he had started with like 8,000 subscribers with us. In six months, we grew him to 26,000 subscribers on YouTube. And then um, in that first six months, and then on his TikTok channel, uh, we noticed, we're like, well, we noticed that when he was in a podcasting studio, kind of like you guys have set up there, um, that t- content did well. And then the content that did well in the podcasting studio, that was how to buy a business that took off. Right. So mm. one of his videos had like 43,000 views We're like, well, that's one of the top performing. So we're going to double down and create more of that. And then more of that started taking off. Um, but so you put the keyword in the, the title, like how to buy a business. And then you put it in the hashtag and then you cr- put it in the playlist and then you create all those and put those in there and it helps Super with that as smart. well. And then of course you have to have it on the title on the front if you either edit it in or if you add it manually. So we tend to edit the titles in the very first second so that the first frame on TikTok, cause it like moves, you know? Yeah. If you have it right on the frame, then you have the title. And you know, same with YouTube, the titles on the thumbnails, the titles set out yep. loud in the video. Like it's always listening, it's always watching, it's always seeing things. And so you have like how to buy a business on the front of the TikTok video too, if it's manually uploaded or if it's just edited in the front of the video for the first second. Super so smart. Just like, yeah. It's just very specific ways to just think about content. Like we go the data driven direction, right? When we pay attention and then we're like, okay, double down on this. Like your audience is spoken. Whoa. You know, the angels are coming in. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. How do you think about call to actions? Cause I've always struggled with that, with our even content of going like, how do you do call to actions? Well, cause what happens to me is we'll do a piece of content. And then when I turn to do the call to action, it feels like, and maybe it's just a mental block in my brain, but it feels like it just discredits all the content that I just put out. So man, this because quote really salesy or cheesy yeah, because or Hey, this quote really impacted me. And then boom, I should, Hey, if you want more quotes like that, be sure to follow, right? It, it just feels like, Oh wait, this wasn't authentic. This was all a setup to just get me to follow. Like, how do you think about call to actions for your clients? Yeah. So everybody's a little bit different. So we have clients, um, actually have a call with one of them here in about an hour and a half. And we're going to discuss like, why his videos are taking off. He's another prime example. He wasn't on TikTok. He's been on TikTok. We got him on TikTok nine months ago. He's got 22,000 subscribers now on TikTok. His it's TikTok amazing. videos just keep going viral. But he wants, our, one of our conversations today is actually on this topic about he wants to have his application to his program on the end of all of his TikToks. And I said, one of the things that does well though, and part of the reason that you're probably taking off in this industry. He's in the relationship dating industry. So okay. a lot of people are, are searching for that stuff. And they, they do really well. Our, our relationship um, type industry coaches, they do really well on all platforms and podcasts. And um, 
he tends so one of the reasons that we saw things taking off is because you know when we're on a, our phone and we're watching something sometimes we don't even realize like i'm on there i'm like i've watched it like five times because it's looping right yeah and i'm like <laughs> and then i'm like there's five more views and then i'm like wait did i just see that like i think i just I think I saw that, but I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it the sixth time, you know? So I was like, it's getting more views. <laughs> so if somebody's like really interested in something, you know, it's looping instead of like a video and then like call to action, then you know it's gone. And then you're not like me where mm. I'm like, did, did I already watch that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, so it really like kind of depends. Like a lot of times, so we of course provide that experience for the clients because they feel that it is what they the audience needs to see um which it can work of course um but i also believe that having the call to action in the copy of the post is also you know good too because if you don't want to be too salesy uh, we have a client that also runs a very successful shopify business with supplements and so she she never wants to she never wants to be super salesy on there. So our she did, we don't put call to actions at the end of any of the micro content. Any, everything's always in, in the bottom. And we try to do more like a mixture of stuff. So it's like, um, you know, cause she also does, has a cookbook and a, you know, a diet program, okay. all these things. Right. So it's like, Hey, who wants the recipe? Like comment recipe below. And that those posts, those TikTok videos, they get the most traction. All of a sudden she's got like 43,000 views and like, Tons of comments. Recipe, 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 recipe. I've recipe. seen that on Instagram too. <laughs> if you want this uh, comment, you know, whatever recipe in the comments or whatever. I'm seeing an event or something and you yeah. have some special deal and you've got a bot connected yeah. to your Instagram, right? Or wherever the bot is, you know, primarily Instagram, our clients do the bots, but it's like comment the word event if you want more information. And then it's like, boom, and it goes right to their inbox. But they do the same thing for podcasts. So the gal that I was talking about, our client that has like the, the midlife conversations that has a very large following, she's generated her business all organically without ads. She's made, she started seven figures and up um, on that brand. And it's all because of automation on that. And she does the same thing for her podcast. She's like, who wants uh, the link to the podcast? Super smart. <laughs> who wants the link? Like they call it, call it podcast. Boom. It goes right in yeah. there. You're automatically getting downloads. To yeah. That that's viewers. super. Yeah. Super, super. That's awesome. Do you have a call to action on every post just before we leave call to actions? Do you do you, like, even if it's not in the actual video, you make them put it in the, or you recommend they put it in the caption. I do. And people like, of course there's at times you, you want them to say like, sure. like the link in the bio, which is a boring call. But to your action, standard but- is you need to have one on every post. Cause we don't do to, that. And I want to say something too. You want them to actually comment, you yeah, know? So okay. it's like, cause the link in the bio one, like they might go click the link in the bio, but they might not comment. So what we'll say is like, you know, comment something. And then what's hard though with, um, that's why having a bot's good because you can actually push out a link that's clickable. Cause of course, Instagram specifically and TikTok, you can't add links that are clickable in the comments, which really hurts businesses, business owners on that side. So if people are looking to build something and want people to go to a link, it's always option to go to link in the bio, Yeah, but, but you want them to like interact with you. Do you want a larger presence on social media? Of course you do, because that's where your audience is. 
Check out Reminder Media's newest product, Branded Posts, specially designed to increase your presence on social media without increasing your effort. Choose from thousands of already written blog posts on topics your clients care about, like real estate, travel, and recipes. And the best part is, these are branded with your photo and contact information and ready to be shared. Plus, every two weeks, we'll send to your list of contacts a personally branded email newsletter filled with recipes, stories, and ideas that they will love to get. Visit ReminderMedia.com posts to see our newest digital product and start dominating your social media. That's ReminderMedia.com posts. Take action on this today. Uh, do you use ManyChat? Is that what you use for your bot or do you use a different one? Yeah, yeah. We, so we've used ManyChat. Our clients use ManyChat. Um, there's been instances we've seen, not ours, but our clients, two of our clients have seen instances where uh, like hackers or people have been able to get in there and it's, it can be messy, but I don't know all that stuff on there. It hasn't happened to us, but I have seen it. So just be careful when setting that stuff up, but it is one of the best, um, automated systems for Facebook and Instagram. Well, just to to explain to the clients or the listeners, and you can elaborate. Uh, so the many chat bot will basically what, what you're saying is you could have someone, so take a real estate agent, for example, you could say like comment or comment CMA to get a free market analysis of your home. And then what the bot will do is it'll, it'll chat that person a link where they can then click and then fill out the form to get more information. And then you've basically generated a lead for yourself. Is that pretty much accurate? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So like you could have something where it's like a very direct call to action, like buy a ticket to the event or um, download and listen to the podcast or download my free guide. And like you said, they're coming into your email now, your CRM, they're downloading that free guide. And uh, you're getting them on your email list, you know, yeah. building more rapport with them. And the cool time. part about that is you're actually extending the time on the platform. Instagram sees that Instagram likes you more. They continue to show your stuff uh, to more people. Uh, talk about repurposing content, because obviously we have a podcast. We create, you know, we repurpose the, po- the content from our podcast. How are you like, how do you go about finding kind of the best micro content out of a longer form piece? Of course. So. So our clients, um, our copywriters are really good at this, but we also we also use um, AI. We use ChatGPT on specific formats. If a podcast isn't super long, we can add the transcript in there. If it's longer episode, longer than 30 minutes to an hour, then we actually provide it to our copywriters because they're the best at listening through and p- pulling that. But for any like shorter videos, like you literally prompt ChatGPT, you know, you copy and paste the transcript. And then basically from there, you say, I always type please, because I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> so do I. I'm always so polite to this chat bot. I'm always like, thank you. That was great. Now can you do this? I, know, I do. I, I do the same thing. That's amazing. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, please um, select the, I'm, I'm very, so the more specific you are, and you guys probably don't know this, but other people that might be listening might not. So the more specific you are in like ChatGPT or Jasper or any other AI platform that you're using, ChatGPT specifically, you say like, please select the, so this is how I would write it. Like literally like be so specific. You're like, uh, please select, so you copy the transcript after you type the prompt. So the prompt says, please select the best timestamps under 60 seconds each, select the best title for each of these you know, and I say like TikTok snippets um, it, for this transcript. Boom. 
and then it will pull the timestamps and select the title. Oh, and I forgot to say, and I say SEO based title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's very, um, it, but we, we have seen things where we're like, okay, yes, a, a human can come in and pull more emotional things too, or they might pull something like that's very close back to back. And I'm like, well, that could be one you know, segment. So it's good to pay attention and it's always good to have that. it oversee it. It's just used for efficiency. Yeah. What an right? incredible. Now, hack. do you use a, a chat or a, sorry, a transcription service or are you like letting YouTube create a data? Okay. Use this. Uh, what transcript yeah, we, uh, service do you use? We use Trent, um, because we have more of a corporate plan because we don't, we transcribe thousands of podcasts a week. (laughs) And so like we, (laughs) that's insane. So, so yeah, so we, we trained all of our producers. We trained all of our copywriters, all of our project managers. We trained everybody on our team to use chat GPT to be more efficient with things. Um, I had a conversation with, um, one of our producers. I kind of went in and I, I do some audits here and there to just kind of see how everyone's doing and uh, we had hired a new copywriter. So I was like, I'm going to teach him it because I was like, I see his strengths, but I see also some weaknesses. I was like, I see how he can help tighten things up and get a little bit more specific. And so I, I trained him with chat GPT and he actually got better with what we were looking for, for that specific That's client. Awesome. And I was like, cause I was like, I see a lot of things that could improve on this episode. And then I was like, do this to this episode and show me what you got. And I was yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't like the original episode. The next one I'm like, love all of it. <laughs> like this is, so this is cool. And <laughs> it's amazing how fast, even with chat GPT, I know mean, we've done some episodes on it too, but mm-hmm. it's like how fast people are implementing it in their business. Like yeah, our social media coordinator has been doing it with, with all of our content. Yeah. We're now. using it. I'm using it for content. Yep. You're using it's, it's amazing. It's so smart. It's such a good hack. Um, all right. So I want, like, we wanted to ask you, like, when you look at the platforms of today, right, and you look at where the future's going in 2023, 2024, obviously I can tell you're recommending TikTok to a lot of people and your, your, your mind's there, but are there any other platforms? Where do you see it heading? Where do you see social media heading um, and any advice you would give uh, for where people should be focusing their time and attention? Of course. Yeah. So the majority of our clients are on TikTok right now. Um, we were pre this, this last month with all the TikTok of potential banning and stuff like that. We started just pre getting things set up for something else. So we started doing research on some other platforms and I found this one that, that I, I actually like that's basically like very much similar to TikTok. And I was like, I was like, can TikTok like sue them for being so similar? <laughs> but I was like, but um, it's called Clapper. Like, it's not like a cool name or anything, but um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they called it Clapper. But um, on the side, is, uh, it is very similar can't to the, the way. Can't the Clapper sue? Remember the yeah, yeah. Clapper? Can't they sue? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Well, you know, just keep things on a positive note. So we, uh, so yeah, so you go into this, this, um, this Clapper app. It's, it's orange and white. If you're looking for it on your app to download and I signed up for it and I got my first hundred followers, the, like the first day I signed up. So I just started repurposing content, but what they're saying about that particular uh, platform is they're trying to make it so that repurposing content isn't like necessarily the norm on there. They want it to be authentic, real in the moment, people just kind of chatting or, you know, putting some stuff up there, uh, people showing, you know, different things. So I've seen different people go viral based on what they're showing. If it's their garden or, you know, their cars or, you know, whatever that looks like very specific and authentic. 
um, I had some, some videos take off there. And so I'm just getting to, to know it too, but we had some of our clients actually sign up and they're starting to take off over there. They're starting to get like 800, 900 views wow. plus. How many users does content. Clapper have? Do you know? What was that? How many users does Clapper have? Do you know? I am not sure. I will have to do the research yeah. there. It's, I think it's fairly new, but I'm seeing there like. There's videos. movement towards it basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so like they have these unique things on there. So like you have like your membership, you can buy coins and tip your. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. YouTube shorts. 400, 400,000 daily active users. Wow. Yeah. So it's really starting to take off. You know, 2 million monthly active users. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. I'll have to check that out for sure. That's a lot Yeah, uh, for active always, users. Always stay, always stay ahead of the curve. That's what we're doing. Like when we see something, you know, going, you know, I'm always somebody that's going to come in and, and try Smart. something and see it and learn it. Um, yeah. yeah offline, we we're talking about like web three and nfts and stuff like that i was yep. one of those people that jumped in like in the beginning as well and a lot of my friends um one of my best friends just had um a gallery in new york city last night to their community and they just got a five million um funds uh, seed fund uh, to help continue their uh program for hug which is wow. called hug and um yeah so it's it's cool to see like people think oh well nfts and Web three and stuff like think like same thing with Apso micro content. Where can you go to distribute content? Like, are you on other types of platforms for communities too, like Discord or you know, um, Telegram or yeah. other things? Like, are people building communities where people that are in the community share out your content too? So we've had clients go viral because the community is sharing out the YouTube video, the TikTok video. Um, on that side. So if you build communities like Facebook communities, Discord, things like that, then why not like have your 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 fans or your followers or your community share out your other your content too and they start talking about it. And we've had people go viral on YouTube because they shared out the YouTube video in the Discord community to thirty five thousand people. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Just different ways to smart. think about it. Yeah, it's super smart. That's awesome. So you've been a really successful entrepreneur. Um, would love to hear, is there any uh, mantra that you have kind of lived by um, that means a lot to you as you think about entrepreneurship and the things that you've overcome and achieved? I don't want you guys to laugh at me if I say like my morning mantra. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> well, I try to stay humble about it too, but I wake up, I do a meditation. I don't know if you guys use like the Calm app or meditate or anything like that, but I do two morning meditations um, I think her name's Tamara. So I was like Tamara and Tamara. I listened to Tamara, but you know, I'm Tamara. And, um, so, so and yeah, so I, I listen to the calm app and then I like say different things and, you know, and I just think I'm cheesy, but, um, I always use the, the mantra, uh, money flows to me frequently in abundance from expected and unexpected ways. And I, say that mantra over and over every Love day. That. I say it basically after a calm app and I say it in the shower and you guys might think I'm cheesy, but um, when you think more abundantly um, and you put that positive vibe and meditate in the mornings uh, when you first get up and kind of just set your ways, you know, cause uh, people kind of get up, they have their routines, they eat, they go to work, they do whatever. But if you take some time for yourself first and set your intentions for the day, it's like, um, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, and, and I always, always tell people too, like, like your, your sign on, on your wall back there, take action. Like I'm a very resilient person and I won't get into my deep, deep, deep story, 
Um, I am writing a book though this year, so stay tuned. Wow. On um, so yeah, I've, I wrote about 8,000 words um, while I was sick with COVID. I was like, I'm going to start writing my book. So that's well, we'll have to have you back on for the yeah, book tour. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, when, you, when the book comes out, we'll have to have you share your story. Tamara, amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much for joining that. us uh, today. I, uh, before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. I know you've got a summit coming up here in June. Yes, yes. So we're going to have that up and the landing page is up fairly soon. Um, so it's called the Video Short Summit. So I will get you guys the link uh, when it's up. We're going to have some great uh, influencers, people that, that shine at creating micro content on there. Uh, my buddy um, Sean Cannell will be on there with us and some other great people that built TikTok success, YouTube short success, Instagram real success. Nice. Uh, and, and things like that. So We'll talk about that, and I'm going to do some trainings with um, on AI um, during that as well, how to create um, better and more efficient micro content with AI. Um, and I'm doing that with a co-host with uh, one of our clients. So they asked me to be a part of the experience, and I said, yes, I'd love to, to help. So we're doing that. So, yeah, it's a video short summit. It's going to be live in the first week of June, but I'll give you guys the information as soon as I have all the fun links and stuff. And so. what's your social media? Where can people follow you? Well, the only place that I really hang out, well, YouTube, um, broadcast your authority okay. on YouTube or um, Instagram. My team runs all my other pages. So if you're over there trying to write me and say hi on like Facebook or LinkedIn, it's probably not me. Uh, but, <laughs> but if you want to get a hold of me, I do run, um, operate on, with my team, my Instagram. I love Instagram and TikTok too. So it's Tamara Thompson official. So I was like, awesome. Tamara Thompson was taken. So I had to be Tamara You're Thompson official. official so yeah, officially Tamara Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again so much for joining us. And thank you all so much for listening. You can get those links that Tamara mentioned. We'll also include the link to the summit in the show notes of this episode. You can get those at staypaidpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, best uh, we ask you to head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review and a comment and the best way to support the show is to simply share this episode with a friend if you want to get hold of me or luke you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com and of course you can find us on social media we are at stay paid podcast for this episode of stay paid i'm joshua stike guys i'm luke acre awesome interview so many golden nuggets that you can apply here is your action item for this episode and i think you guys can take action on this right away go to google and type in the how-tos for your type of industry, right? Especially if you think real estate, you can think about like how to buy your first home, see what comes up and the how-tos. Those are the keywords that people are searching. So that pre-filled list that Google gives you, that's the keywords that people are searching. Make content on those keywords, right? That is your content ideas for you this week that you can do Instagram stories on, you could do a TikTok on, you could do an Instagram post on. Utilize that tip that you learned here on the show. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 